0: This is Church of the Resurrection in Wheaton, Illinois. Today's sermon from our Easter festival is by Pastor Matt Woodley and is part four of our Holy Week 2016 series. The story about Ping. Once upon a time, there was a beautiful young duck named Ping. Now you may wonder what does this have to do with the Easter story? Absolutely nothing, it's just a story. It's a story that I used to read dozens and dozens of times to my four kids as they were growing up. And no matter how many times I read it to them, no matter how many times I heard it myself, I'm always like, what happened to Ping? How did Ping fare? What adventure did he undertake? And did he arrive safely back in his boat? Well, we love stories, we're drawn into stories. Stories that make us ask, what happened? You know, I think in a way, our whole life we live by just one story after another. Think of this. You know, I was going to work today, and I was talking to this guy at work, and what happened? Or, you know, I went to the Cubs game, and they were getting killed, but then in the bottom of the ninth, what happened? Or, I was out hiking in the woods. And I ran smack into this grizzly bear. What happened? Stories make us ask, what happened? And they draw us in. What you just saw the last hour and a half was a story. It's a story of the Bible in seven dramatic acts with music thrown in. You saw the whole, basically the whole story of the Bible leading up to Jesus. Now... What is the story of the Bible? How do you summarize that? How do you talk about it? Well, I think I can make it even shorter than seven acts. I can do it in four words, sort of. Here are the four words. And I want you to pay attention because I'm going to ask you to repeat them after me, okay? The four words. Wow. Uh Uh-oh. That's with a hyphen, so it's one word, okay? Okay. Yes, with a fist pump and an exclamation mark, okay? It's very important. And ah, with three H's, okay? So let me tell you how to say these words. Because if you're going to get the story of the Bible, you got to get these words really good, okay? So when you think of wow, think of a distant relative, out of the blue, handed you a check for a million dollars. Wow. This actually happened to me. Although there were a lot less zeros on the check, but still. (laughs) Think of, uh uh-oh. Okay, think you're 17 years old, and you just smashed total your parents' new car because you were texting while you were driving. Or think you're the parent of this teenager. Uh Uh-oh, you're in big trouble. Yes! Okay, think of your favorite sports team. Just scored a basket a goal, a home run, a touchdown, a score unit in the second, last second of the game. Yes! Think of ah. You've been up driving all night for 24 hours without taking a break, without stopping to go to the bathroom, and you finally get home, you put the kids to bed, or you are a kid, and you fall back on the bed and you go ah. Okay, now you can say them with me, Okay, Ready? Wow. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. And ah very good. You got the three H's in, okay? So now you got the story of the Bible. There you go. You understand the Bible. Well, at least part of it, or at least one way to look at it. What's the wow? Well, we saw the wow in the first reading. Remember the table? Remember the table? Remember the very good creation that God had made? And remember the table where there was fellowship around the, the table and people were living in harmony, and they're living in harmony with nature, they're living in harmony with God. That's a picture of the wow that God intended for creation, and it was very good. There is wow, examples of wows all over in creation. Do you know, for instance, that there are 400,000 different species of beetles? Just beetles. I love beetles. I think they're really cool. There's 400,000 of them. There are over 30,000 kinds of orchids, that's one flower, one plant. There's 30,000 different species of them. Mike, I have a friend that teaches biochemistry out at a major university out east. And he's a expert on complex carbohydrates. One of the world's leading experts on that. How'd you like to be an expert on that? Wow, that's pretty good. But he is, and, I say, and he's, a, he's a Christian. I say, Bob, how do you tell people about God's creation? Especially a lot of your students probably aren't Christians, right? He says, yeah. I said, I don't, I don't tell them. I don't prove anything. I just show them how a cell works. I show them how the lipids and the proteins and all that stuff all works together. And it's like, wow, it's amazing. That's God's creation. The most wowsome thing, though, about God's creation is that God loves you. God created you. God knows you by name. And he wants a relationship with you. That's the heart of the Bible story. Second word. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh means that the world is broken. It's not the very good creation that God originally made. And we saw that again. Remember when the table broke? In that story of the apple and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, what is that all about? Well, that's about how a story about how we have all participated in the uh oh or the brokenness of the world. I remember when I was 10 years old, my dad was a medical doctor, and one of his patients gave him this really beautiful gift. It was a globe. It was one of those wind-up globes that played music. And my dad said, I could play with it, but he said, don't wind it too far, okay? So I took it up into my room, and what do you think I did? Wind, 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 snap. And I'm looking at both pieces of this. Uh Uh-oh, I broke the world. You know, seriously though, in a way, that is our story, right, as human beings. And that is part of my story. Broken relationships, broken things, we've all participated in it. What's the answer to that? Well, we'll get to the third word, but just just so you know, there's this really long story in between, the uh uh-oh and the yes. We'll get to the yes. Yes. But there's this long story What if you mapped it out in the Bible, it looks like this. Woo, woo, whoa, woo, woo, up, down, let's go backwards, woo, woo. That's the story of the Bible. But all throughout that story, God takes a people, a group of people, and he tells them over and over and over again, I am going to restore this broken world. I'm going to restore your broken life. I'm going to make dead bones live again. I'm going to make your heart live again. I'm going to bring new life to people and new life to communities and new life to creation. God keeps promising that you saw that in every one of the readings that that's what God's going to do. He's going to rescue his people. And all these promises were made and all along these people of God were wondering, is God going to really do it? Can he really do it? Is he going to really pull it off? And that leads us to the yes with a fist pump. Now what's the yes in the Bible? Well, I'll cut to the chase and save you some time. Save us all some time. The yes is Jesus. Now, you're probably going, well, I didn't see that coming. It's Easter. I'm in a church. But seriously, there's a verse in the Bible that says this. verse in the New Testament says this. I quote it word for word. For all the promises of God find their yes in Jesus. What a great summary of the story you heard. All those promises the dead bones living and the restored nation and the restoration of lives and communities. They find their yes in the life and death and resurrection and ongoing work of Jesus Christ. They find their, boom, yes in him. That is the good news of the gospel. So let's review one time, okay? This will be your last quiz, okay? First word, wow, Second word, uh-oh. Third word, yes. Fourth word, ah. You know, in the 70s, it's part of my growing up era, so in the 70s, there was this commercial um, for an iced tea called Nest Tea. How many of you remember the Nest Tea Plunge commercials? Okay, it made a comeback in 2014. I don't know if you know that. It lasted about a week, okay, but... But it really worked in the 70s. So what they did is they'd have all these scenes of people doing stuff out in the hot sun. So they'd have this guy with a jackhammer in the hot sun, and he's like sweating, just dripping off of him. And they have a woman playing tennis, and she's just sweating, just a little bit, you know, but she's sweating. And then they would hand them this glass of tea, nest tea. And then they would take a drink, and as they were drinking it, there was a picture of them totally stretched out, Totally, like, relaxed and just falling into this clean, cool pool of water. Ah! And then the tagline would come on. Take the nesty plunge. Well, I don't want to be, like, super simplistic, you know, but that is, I think, a pretty good picture of trusting Jesus. A pretty good picture of entering into the yes of jesus entering and accepting the yes of jesus it is kind of a jesus plunge there's this point where in order to follow jesus it's kind of like you come to the edge of that pool and you're like i mean like all of us like me like all of us we're just searching for that ah we're searching for that satisfaction we're searching for a a person or a relationship or a job or success or whatever it is that's going to ultimately satisfy us deeply and eternally. And Jesus says, I am the ah that you're looking for. I didn't say it exactly like that. That's pretty much what he said if you read the Bible. He says, I'm the ah that every human being is looking for. So he says, will you trust me? Will you Take the plunge. Will you be willing to do that? Not just as an act of faith without evidence, but based on the evidence, based on the worldview, based on the story. Does it does it make sense? Does it cohere? Will you trust me? Will you take the Jesus plunge? Well, maybe you're here this afternoon, and somebody really nice invited you, and you're like, uh, you know, I really didn't want to hear about Jesus. I just came for the show. Okay, that's fine. Maybe you're here today and you're like, you know, I've been thinking about this. And I'm curious. I'd like to know more. I, I would. I'm not, like, convinced. I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of hang-ups. But I'm interested, at least a little bit. Well, let me suggest something for you. We do something in our church called Alpha. And Alpha is an experience, is I guess the best way to put it, where we get together with a group of people over a series of weeks. We eat together. We listen together and then we talk about issues of faith, life, purpose, spirituality, Bible, Jesus, all that kind of stuff. And you don't have to be a Christian to come. You don't have to believe in God to come. You can just come and show up. Alpha is going to start the week after Easter and there's information available. If you go straight back there, you can get some information on that. But let me just say one more thing to people who might be here today and you might be thinking, you know, I've kind of walked around a long journey and I've tried a lot of different things, and I am ready. I'm at the edge of the pool and I want to take the plunge. I'm ready to do that. Nobody's just asked me to do that, you know, I just, or I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to start. Let me just close with this. If that expresses the desire of your heart, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to say a prayer. I'm going to pray a prayer, okay? I'm going to pray a prayer, and if it expresses the desire of your heart, again, there's no pressure here, not manipulating anybody, but if it just expresses the desire of your heart, if you're going, yeah, I'm ready, I I want to do that. I'm going to pray a prayer, and after each line, I'll just pause for a second and give you a chance to pray it inside your head to the Lord. Um, You don't have to say it out loud. You don't have to close your eyes. But let me just do this kind of model prayer. And if it expresses the desire of your heart, pray it after me, okay? This prayer can go simply something like this. It's not like a formula, but it goes something like this. Lord Jesus, thank you for the wow of creation. I admit I'm part of the brokenness of the world. I need your forgiveness. I need you to restore me. I trust you as the yes of all God's promises. And I surrender my life to you. I find my ah in you. Now, if that anywhere near expresses the desire of your heart, um, here's what I want you to do, just if you're willing to do this. Stuart and I will be straight back there after the service, and we'll be hanging out there, and if you like Yeah, I want to take the plunge I, I'm, I, I want to do that. I don't know how to do that. Help me. Show me how to do that or I'm interested in doing that Just come back and tell us that I just I'd like to know more about the plunge. Tell me tell me about that and we'd love to talk to you again As uh, one of the pastors of the church, I just want to thank you for being here. May God bless you on your journey, and have a happy Easter. Thanks for listening. Our vision at Church of the Resurrection is to equip everyone for transformation. As part of that vision, we love to share dynamic teaching, original music, and stories of transformation. For more of what you heard today, check out the rest of our podcast. To learn more about our ministry, visit churchres.org.